Welcome to Verbal Reasoning Season 2. This is going to be Episode 2 of the podcast. If you're listening on Wednesday the 13th of January, then you must have signed up for our Patreon. Patreon users get early access to episodes one week earlier than the rest of the public. However, if you're listening to this on the 20th, we hate you and we don't want you to know. <laughs> Patreon users get early access to episodes one week before they're released on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Music and many more streaming platforms. They also get access to exclusive articles written by ourselves and have the option to send us suggestions for episodes, thus helping us shape the direction of the podcast. For less than a cup of coffee a month, which we know you can afford. <laughs> for less than a cup of coffee a month, you can help support, grow our channel, grow our, our organization, and be one of the founding members of the Patreon. Um, we could give you shout outs as well, and we'd really appreciate if you can do that. So hop on board to our exclusive community and be part of the VRP. happened last week to the american thing that what, what what events happened so they had the protest mm -hmm. i guess like a bunch of people like conservatives and the protest basically led to people storming the is it i don't want to say the, the white House, building the capital building yeah. Yeah, capital building yeah it's basically where their congress is like their parliament yeah yeah so they stormed yeah. it and uh there's i mean we can talk around that but i think long story short the Congress had to leave the building. Um, people mm. got killed. Basically, it's a long thing, and it? it's very long. Yeah, yeah. Like, and what was the motivation behind it? Uh, so Donald Trump. So basically, at this Congress meeting, as far as I understand, they were gonna basically put through the um, the findings of the election. So you know how they have like the school, the the what's it called, Co electoral college. So this is the electoral college getting together and certifying the results that Biden won. Mm -mm. And so obviously Donald Trump was kind of like, um, you know, let's go out there and let's fight for it because this is an unjust election and so on. And so obviously his followers went in and blah, blah, and then all, all of this madness. Um, but then obviously the aftermath of it really was that Donald Trump is now off of every single platform that you can imagine. He's even off Grinder. He's off Snapchat. He's banned. Like you can't use any. Uh, of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, so, do you think yeah, so like he says that, that? He's yeah. He he does say like that. He didn't actually tell them to go and take over. But like the words that he used were very like I don't know how to describe it. Uh, out of context, sure. Mm. It, he's not saying it. Uh, you know what up, it is? But... It's like if you're driving on the motorway with your mum and she's like, you pass by a McDonald's and you go, hmm, I'm kind of hungry. And then, you know, yeah, like, yeah. you know, like, you know, when you insinuate heavily that you want something to be done. And exactly. that's kind of what he done as well. So he needs to shut the fuck up, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, for sure. That's exactly what he did. Like, and I think he knows, he knows what he said. And it's, it's obviously driving it towards a point. But I think, you know, honestly, I don't think he thought it would reach this point because he's always done that kind of like rhetoric yeah. and it's never really reached a point where, you know, considerable action is taken. And this is kind of career ending, to be honest. So I, I think when he was saying it, he was just saying it to be populist. But um, yeah, now nah, he, he just, you know, he's given it a big one, isn't he? he wanted to kind of make it seem like, uh, you know, they stole this election. Like he didn't want to accept the fact that he lost so that when he runs again uh, in 2024, which I believe he will, if he, if he isn't in prison by then, that, you know he's gonna he's gonna basically just run on the platform of they stole yeah. the last election from me this time we're not gonna let them steal it come out and vote for me but yeah thing may, things maybe escalated and done whatever but like he he's a strange guy though man i don't know like he's funny he is his jokes man he he's actually jokes like, i i i, I wish I, could, I did you know what i mean like, i wish i didn't feel this way but he's just a funny guy like he's just the funniest president like if you go back far enough, you can see him talking about Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart and talking about how, like, she cheated on you, Robert. Don't take her back. And, you know, oh, he's, yeah. he's like a comedic media figure. So it's like he, he's just a funny guy. He's an interesting guy. And uh, obviously, I've kicked him off of all of, you know, social media. So he's off yeah, everything. Yeah. Well, before we touch that, let's just run through the events. So he said that. And then, obviously, there were, like, manifestations outside of the 
uh, I keep yeah. calling it the White House, but you know what I'm on about. Yeah. And somehow they got through. Like I've seen videos going around showing like policemen literally opening gates, uh, mm-hmm. allowing people in. Do you think this? Well, like, do you think there's a higher element to this, or, or do you think that the like majority, let's say, majority of the police force actually support Trump and were actually kind of like part of the movement? Bro, this is such a big topic. Yeah, let's take it like one, one bit at a time, innit? Let's take it one bit at a time. Mm-hmm. So, first things first. They were saying that on I think the sixth that they were gonna do something. So there was loads of posts online. There were like T-shirts printed out and stuff on like TikTok and whatever, where they were pointing towards this day saying this day we're going to do something. So clearly this wasn't a case of, oh, we just went to protest peacefully and things got out of hand. They clearly had the intention to storm the building. Uh, You know, there was pictures of a guy with, um, he had the, what's it called? That thing they put around the wrist. Um, A wristband? Nah, not a wristband, man. Like, you know when you're, like, handcuffed? So he had, like, you know the plastic oh, really? handcuffs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had had those in his hands, and they'd taken a picture of him, like, stepping over the seats in Congress. So had the politicians not been moved out, mm. it's very likely that the plan was to try, like, at least from that one person, was to handcuff and maybe take hostage. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, yeah who knows? Who knows? But, so this was a preemptive thing. Mm-mm. That's one. But Two... Like, how did they get through? Like... D- this is this is the part that I um, I think is quite deep. Mm. So it's easy to just say, oh, the cops are also Trump supporters, and they just let them in because of that. Mm. But then you you know you can also look at it from the conspiracy angle of they done this, no politicians got hurt, and now Donald Trump can both be impeached and absolutely kicked off every platform, and yeah, he is yeah. now enemy public enemy number one. And Biden's, you know, presidency has become even more secure in yeah. that, you know, people are like, no, this is too no much. Question. You, yeah. No questions about it. Get Biden in. I don't know if they kind of wanted them to come in a little bit because it, when you watch the videos, it just looks like they, I mean, did you see the one with the the uh, police officer in the stairwell when they were coming in through the door? Yeah, it was yeah. one guy. One guy trying to hold back an entire crowd. And even then he was like, stay back. They said, no, we're not going to stay back. And then he just kind of backed off and he let them yeah, come yeah, up yeah. the stairs. You're thinking this, this is, like, is Congress. Yeah, well, this is like after the Pentagon and the White House. This is the, well, the most important thing. Do you know what I mean? And we know how much America spends on defense, especially since exactly, 9-11 yeah. as well. So I, I, I've been looking also, because we're kind of more, let's say, let's say like liberal thinking. I was looking mm. on the conservative side and what they think about what happened. And exactly what you said, it's 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 too convenient to think that all the officers are, <clears throat> sorry, are Trump supporters. It's exactly what you said. Where it's you, you know after this, like we said, it's over for him. He's probably going to get impeached. The, the 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 other side, the Democrats, totally have control of. You, you know, they won uh, the politics. Senate. I think. Yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? I think that's that's one of the reasons why. So they won in Georgia, which I believe was a stronghold of the Republicans in the past. So they, it's weird in America. It's not like in the UK where, you know, you have one set of elections and then, you you know, that determines who has control over parliament. So it's like you vote for your president, but then if your president doesn't get the majority in Congress, as far as I understand, he basically can't put through any laws because everything that he tries to put through gets voted down. But I think they, they flipped a state that, which was Georgia, I believe, that they hadn't previously got. So that kind of gave them the power of, you know congress as well on top of you know that day they were gonna basically put biden through as the you know the official winner mm. um but yeah yeah no sorry i, I just thought but when yeah, you yeah, said yeah, that i wanted to kind of make that point but yeah uh, that's that's a good point and like yeah I, I i don't know i think there's a question mark out there and you know in american history with politics it's not the first time where you know a conspiracy theory has been proven correct or something wild has happened you know, you yeah, it's a JFK. bit like the NSA stuff. Do you know what yeah, I mean? The like, NSA yeah, the NSA stuff. So I wouldn't put it, and and you, you know, Donald Trump was disruptive for politics, like whether you liked him or not, he was a big shakeup, and Definitely, you yeah. could argue that the like career politicians, you know, big establishments wanted it to go back to normal, and what's the best way to do that is to cause a stir like this, all right, mm. whatever, maybe, maybe not, but um, 
Yeah, it's 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 pretty good that no one died. Let's put let's put that the first. No, five people did or four was it? Four oh or yeah, five yeah people four, died? four people did. Yeah, so there was a woman that got shot, I believe, by a police officer, but as in like no yeah. bombings, no nothing. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, no, no, like major like numbers in in terms exactly. of exactly. Even though they they did find pipe bombs apparently on uh, someone. Yeah, again, but again, that just makes me go. How did you manage to get pipe bombs anywhere near Congress? Let's say you got them into Congress. Why yeah. didn't they get like if I were, if I was somebody who had that intention, you know, why would I just leave it in a bag for it to be found? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, totally. I, I'm definitely everyone knows. Well, if you're if you're first time listener to the pod, you might not know, but I'm very left leaning. So I obviously despise Trump. So I'm not trying to make excuses here. But, you know, when I just look at it, I just think it can't be as simple as oh the cops are all trump supporters like yeah yeah, yeah. It, it can't be if you if the majority of the votes in the country went to biden because he won the popular vote as well yeah yeah then you know let's just apply the rule of numbers 50 50 at least half the cops are going to be supporting biden and half of them trump why would they just let these people in it and just like doesn't, doesn't even make with sense their support like it's such you know american military and security is so tight do you know what I mean like these are professionals they're not just they're not just yeah, whimsical, just like mall, mall security. Like they, <laughs> you know I mean, they probably I mean, work at FBI or whatever. Did you see the the video of what was in it? Something Bibbit or Babbit, uh, the woman who ended up being shot. Mm. Um, so she she apparently done four tours in Afghanistan or something. Yeah, but she was a yeah, no one taught her not to raid the federal building. Um, and she, so she's a fucking genius. And then she she tried to climb through into basic. So the report is that basically there was one door left before if they got through that door, then they're basically right where all the politicians are being they held. Yeah, yeah. So they've, they, at that point it's like, you know, meltdown. So she tries to climb through the window. The guy tells her, get back, get back. And he's a secret service guy. So he's not wearing police uniform. He's wearing like a suit. So you'd assume that he's, yeah, yeah. he's not part of like regular police. He's something he's, you know, some sort of protection men in black. on a higher level. Yeah. Men in Will black Smith, vibes. Yeah. He took one shot. Yeah, yeah. One shot straight through her neck. She 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 died like almost a couple of hours later. Yeah. So like you know he's a sharp shooter basically. So you're thinking a building that is as important as the Congress, you know, it's a Congress building, the Capitol. Mm. It has these guys there. What? How did they get so far? How did they? Like, how did so many people come? And then you know, obviously, you you look at it and you say. Well, when the Black Lives Matter protests were happening, you yeah, had yeah. fuck it, you had SWAT like GTA five yeah, stars. Bro. They were all over the place. <laughs> Tanks, whatever. Like it was insane. And so you're thinking, yeah. this is the nation's like you know this right here is is the capital. You know this isn't a joke. Mm. This is a federal building. And you know they went into a lot of these speakers' rooms, offices, had access to you know. Uh, restricted documents and email accounts and also they had access to everything yeah, yeah. just just these random people and you're thinking it's crazy yeah this there's something very off here with this thing i don't know what it is it's, but i it's like you I, said yeah. the gta 5 thing like yeah that was five star security other like um black lives matter protest and Bro, to but, save here's my, but here's my issue though like okay this, this it's, it's too i feel like it's too easy of a disparity like you could say, yeah, maybe they don't care because you know uh, racism is uh, inherent in America. It's true, it's ingrained, and they didn't put that much security. But like you know, there reaches a point where I don't think they care about politics in that sense. Uh, whether you're you, you know uh, the, the racial side of it when it comes to national defense for America, because that's their top dog. This is what I'm priority. saying. Like I, I'm completely disregarding the whole racial aspect of the BLM movement to this particular riot simply because this is a federal bill this is the capital yeah it's crazy man like it's not you know with blm it was that was a walmart that they were trying to burn down Mm. and they were sending in swat like it was ridiculous you know people were getting arrested left right and center those batons there was like tear gas yeah and then there was videos getting released these guys were live streaming it on twitch and they were Mm. like taking pictures with police officers and stuff yeah yeah, the police officer was waving them in and you're thinking like obviously we we have dabbled in conspiracy theory here, and I'm not trying to sound like a nut job by saying this, but this genuine like this genuinely feels as though it's a situation I th- where I think so, man. Yeah, we just can't disregard how like 
it blows my mind how easy this was because like, it's a it's a failure thing. on a different level and also i'm watching like the politicians on both sides uh, after this has occurred and like the first i mean like usually let me put it this way you know when you can tell there's a pandering going on do you know what i mean mm. like straight mm. away they're on a they're straight away onto the you know oh we saw how the black lives matter protest was treated uh look, do you know what I mean? look at the difference this is a disgusting yeah, yeah. from trump blah 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 I feel like, like the pandering is so obvious, and it's such a, it's such a it's easy tool. To, it's disingenuous. Yeah. It's such an easy tool to push an agenda. That's my feeling. Like, mm. um, if it because even on the right side, even on the conservative side, I saw I was watching Good Morning Britain this this morning, and this guy that, that was the first thing he talked about was that. But like the way he approached it was kind of like justifying. Like you said, it seemed disingenuous. It seemed like he was using that word and that that kind of emotional subject as a tool to because we all know push like also agendas, the yeah. yeah push off agendas like we know they don't like trump as well within within the conservative circle like the career politicians they don't like him because he's, he's a he's shake a up as you said yeah he's a shake up he's a risk they yeah. they don't they don't, they don't want to continue with him so i don't know it smells a lot for me like it's it's not so black and white like that if, whole if, thing if you were telling me shit <laughs> it's it stank, it stank. Shit, i'm not gonna lie bro. big big no, big that, turds. yeah yeah that 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 <laughs> whole thing was just I, I i refuse to believe that i refuse to believe that you can just walk into the capital like because if that's the case then like why has no one else done this before like it, it just yeah yeah it's mad it's it, either it's too easy either this country is broken as in like it's the most one of the like the most racist blatant country in the world Do you know I, mean? I mean absolutely it is, though, so. <laughs> it, is it is but what i mean yeah. is like broken beyond belief or there's I mean, one could make the it. argument that it is broken beyond belief. See, this is where it could be. It could be. This is where you're like, oh, maybe it wasn't a conspiracy because when you because we say all of this, yeah, yeah. But then we should preface it with it is America at the end of the day. Like it, things are just very different there than what we're used to. Let's say in the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know 100%. what I mean? Like here, nothing like that could ever happen. And let's say stuff like that did happen. So there was a Tottenham riots. So the riots happened. Do you think people just got away with that riot and nothing happened as a result of it? Man went bin for the basmati rice, do you remember? Do, do you remember the guy with the basmati <laughs> yeah, rice? Yeah, he got yeah. like eight years or something. Like they tracked down, you know, everyone that they possibly could because we are in a surveillance state here. Everywhere you go, there's CCTV. Yeah, so they tracked CCTV. people down and they slapped them the maddest fines, prison sentences, everything. Like, and mm. in America, I believe, so somebody went into Nancy Pelosi, I believe her office. Yeah, her office. Yeah, yeah. And this guy had his foot up on her desk, and he had like a, a envelope. Yeah, and he and he was smiling. He got he's he's now facing a maximum of one year in prison. Mm-hmm. That is domestic terrorism. You have broken into a federal building, broken into a you know a politician's office, taken mail, which is a, a separate federal offense anyway. And yep. you filmed yourself doing this whole thing. Like, there's, there is no defense of it. Like, you filmed yourself doing the whole thing. And he's facing a max of one year. Yeah, that just yeah. doesn't make sense to me. None yeah, of it makes sense. it actually makes no sense. It and also, no sense. I actually want to say something as well about the working class in America. So everyone is going, oh, these, these fucking hillbillies and, you know, blah, blah. And they're trying to paint it out as if the people who were storming that building were all these like you know poor people they're dumb yeah, they're yeah. uneducated that's not yeah, true really, yeah. a lot of these guys flew in on private jets there were pictures of them released all of them like you know as if oh we're on our way to do a revolution and they're all like you know in yeah, these yeah, private yeah. jets or these like first class flights and they're just yeah, they were flying, flying man if they can afford the flight across america you don't know I mean like they, do you know what i mean then, so they're not like, the lowest class do you see what I'm saying? So it's like now the blame is being shifted as well to like more rural areas, which yeah, I think is, is the yeah. mistake that was originally made by the Democratic Party, totally, where they've totally. alienated these rural people by looking down on them almost, which is why they've kind of shown an affinity towards Trump, who was more on the wave of, yeah, yeah, I'm just like you, despite being a yeah, billionaire. Exactly. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so exactly. the, the narrative you're going to see in the next few weeks is going to shift where they're just going to keep blaming, oh, yeah, these dumb, dumb, uneducated, poor people and stuff like that. That's not the case. It absolutely yeah, yeah. is not the case. Like, I refuse to accept that. Look, 80 million people voted for Donald Trump. I think he broke records. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. So I think after let... Biden, his one was the most, no? Or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So let's not pretend that people from all uh you know all walks of life are, are behind vote him. For him yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly and he's a very emotional candidate so you can imagine people reacting emotionally and 
uh, participating in politics emotionally with him. Yeah, and this yeah, is, exactly. I, I, I felt like this was the last hurrah as well for Trump. Like, I think he knew that this was, uh, you see, like, it's not, I don't think it's 100% conspiracy or 100% Trump, or I think it's a mixture of things where, Definitely, you know, yeah. Trump knew this was it. Like, after this, if there was no fast or, you know, movement behind this, he, it was going to be over. And so he put the maximum pressure. And at the yeah, same this time, is his then, last, last yeah. swing for the fences, you know, let me yeah, yeah, do what exactly. I can. He's looking for that one punch knockout at the end. Of, you know, you know, when you get banged up during a fight and then you just <laughs> release that one Def, punch yeah. knockout yeah, at yeah. the end. Yeah, he's looking he's, for one he's of those. He's gassing ones. out and he's like, I've got one more big punch left in me. Let me try it. But it, it seems to not have worked for him. He punched um, himself, bro. <laughs> should, we, should we clarify something? The reason why yeah, they on. want to impeach a president who's only got like two weeks left in office. Uh, so, so some people said, oh, just let him be. He's out of office mm-hmm. in two weeks. The reason why they want to impeach him is because if you're impeached, you can't run for office again. Yeah, yeah. So this is kind of given the ammunition to impeach Trump, which would mean that he couldn't run for president in another term, which is why I, thought, I kind of started yeah, off on the yeah. whole conspiracy theory vibe. I think is a bad idea. Although I would like him to be impeached, if 80 million people voted for him strongly and you end up not allowing him to run again, which they want, you know, this is what they're expecting. They're like, okay, mm-hmm. we lost this way, this this time, but next time round, we're going to be fully behind him. I guarantee you, you'll run again if he's allowed. But if you impeach him, I feel like you're going to have bad effects in society. Do you know what I mean? Like, massive it legitimizes distrust. the crazies who believe everything exactly. he says. It's like, okay, so the government won't let me to vote him. Now we're back with these cronies. I may as well cause domestic terrorism again. Do you know what I mean? This is what, this is the thing. This is domestic terrorism. This like, this is why it just blows my mind. This isn't, this isn't just, oh, we burnt down a Walmart. You know what I mean? We burnt down an empty Walmart. This is a case of we're going into a federal building and we are going to try and capture and kill whoever we can. Because that guy with the handcuffs, the plastic handcuffs, yeah. That that is intent. That is intent. Yeah, he went there intent. for a specific reason. But you know, when Trump says stand back and stay, what was it? Stay alert, stay stay back and stay, stay alert, safe, something like that. that. Yeah, 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 about yeah. about the Proud Boys. And then you mm. see Proud Boys are now doing this. It's like, ah, well, you've kind of shot yourself in the foot there now, because you know how do you, you can't get rid of the guy. You could, if you get rid of him, there is I'm telling you there's gonna be some I said did I not say you asked me what's gonna happen at the end of the election? And I was like, look, okay. civil war. Yeah, yeah. None of us none of us guys. saw this. Yeah, none of us saw it coming. We did say there will be some skirmishes, but we weren't expecting them to raid. It's not civil war. I, I obviously I'm exaggerating, but what I mean is if they do get rid of him, I believe yeah. it's gonna be even worse for America because you people look, the, the day and age of standard like two-party politics with you know you know career politicians it's over like the right side don't want it and soon the left will realize as well and get rid of their their own you know party politicians for them to force the situation to go back to that i think is going to have a huge effect on society and we'll see more of these kind of things yeah it's it's becoming more of a um forget career politicians become more of like a a personality contest so yeah, you it see has, it, it has, you yeah. see it in like even not even just Donald Trump. There's this guy called Dan Crenshaw. He's only got one eye. I think he was in the army or something. Mm. His eye got shot or something like that. And this guy makes these videos for when he's running, and he kind of gives it like an Avengers style thing, like to it, yeah, yeah. to it. But it's like it's so comedic. You're like you are meant to be a politician. What are you doing? Like this, this isn't a way to, for mm. a statesman or a, you know somebody who's supposed to represent the public to behave you'd think but well, th- like you said these yeah. these these career politicians are coming to an end people want someone who's going to give them pizzazz a show do you know what i mean so- i think it's more like someone who's relatable someone who seems more everyday like, yeah, i think yeah. that was a trump kind of uh, expression was that hey i'm not afraid to say wild things that you might say you know at home hey i'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. just like you and yeah, maybe you know your racist as... uncle yeah, at yeah, that. Christmas. That's me, bro. I say that I say whatever you want at Parliament. Like, it's fine. Exactly. That's what Trump is. And obviously there's like there's a scale to it. There's Trump on one side, and you could probably push it to a healthier way where it's like, mm. you know, the same style but not as bad. But uh, what I mean is like the old style of George Bush's, etc. I think it's pretty much over. Um, but let's go, let's jump to the reason why they they done the um obviously the protest. And so, the, the, so far, the claim is that the election was unfair. And okay. I feel like this is the biggest push of why they uh, went to do the protest. And to be fair to them, I believe that this could have been avoided if there was some kind of 
transparency or if there was uh, some kind of uh, you know commission put together to go through uh, whether the election was fair or not because this is again an emotional subject which i think it's worth putting the time into but instead people were just calling them crazy but here here's the thing though here's the thing mm. though they got multiple recounts in multiple states they went to court in multiple states they were asked to present evidence they had none you know they they reviewed i think it was in was it was either philadelphia or maybe it was georgia where they yeah, reviewed they all of yeah. the all of the you know ballots in the way that the trump administration wanted and they said we found four in total which might have been tampered with like four but there's nothing yeah. that would suggest there's like a wide scale tampering of you know votes and stuff and that was kind of um due to that the reason why they really pushed that i think was because of the mail-in ballots so obviously biden said use your mail-in ballots because um you know there's coronavirus out there obviously don't go wait in the queues just vote early whatever and those ballots got counted late so what you saw was donald trump his supporters who were told no no go down to the polls they went down to the polls they voted their votes got counted first it looked agree, as though yeah. trump was winning and then the next yeah, thing yeah. you know biden suddenly takes the lead obviously it looks like oh they fabricated votes so you can understand why they might feel that way but it's like after every step has been taken and there's still that you you can't pr prove anything you're no, just but I, like hear me out yeah I'm, I'm just looking on their side devil's advocate yeah in the previous election and beforehand there's been an es escalating kind of uh fear of voting fraud if you remember mm. like the previous election they were talking about russian hacking you yeah. know they were talking about the machines being faulty mm. etc yeah. and th this has been building up and i felt like there was kind of a a peak of that and so it's fair to assume, you know, in this election, we're going to see uh, even greater, com you know, culmination or whatever the word is. I feel like there should have yeah. been a final, very public, you know, very publicized, very final hearing, even though we all know the answer to just, you know, quench the thirst of the Donald Trump supporters of that side. But the fact is, we kind of, I felt like they, they, although they went through the proceedings, it was Trump that was pushing the proceedings. It wasn't like the government going through it independently. But you know what I feel it like is. it would it would have been a smart yeah. move for them to set a commission, a neutral commission, to go through the evidence they already saw, make it very public and show publicly, you know what I mean, like in a big scale that, look, mm. there's no way this is the final hearing. We finished it. Boom. He's out. Should I tell you why I don't think they, they wanted to do what you're suggesting? Go on. Um, because of the culture of America, which is that, yes, we are the surveyors of freedom and peace and democracy. And so it's like if you make a big show and tell of, oh, shit, we might have actually seen election fraud here. It undermines the public confidence in elections. And yeah, so yeah, I think because of that reason, they didn't want to make it into this big thing. But they did go through certain procedures, you know, with the courts and whatnot to try and validate the, the results without it becoming this whole you know uh gimmicky almost like yeah, but these, you know, were, these were more law trial sort of sort of thing do you see what i'm saying because yeah if there was because they went to court and i think it was in even philadelphia so you can say what you want on twitter and whatnot but when you're standing in front of a judge and you've you know you've uh, pled on the bible or whatever it is that they do there you can't you can't lie because then you're it's perjury you're going to get sent to prison so the yeah, judge yeah. says to them okay, are you saying that there was election fraud? And the lawyer goes, no. Goes, are you saying that there was some sort of tampering? The lawyer says, no. He says, do you have any proof that there's been any kind of tampering? No, because you can't lie. You have to present yeah, what yeah, you do you have. Lie, so yeah. when they're in front of a judge, they, they, they weren't able to actually put that information out there because they're in front of a judge. I agree, I agree. So but I feel like, like there's in politics, there's, but I feel like in politics, there's what's right, and that's what you're talking about, what's right. And then there's mm. what's the right thing to do, if that makes sense. Yeah, Even though yeah, we yeah. know this is right, politically, I think this is not the right thing to do. Politically, mm. we know Donald Trump is based on lies, is based on these kind of things. So in my opinion, they didn't. it's like treating a child. You, you, you know, you can tell a child, don't eat a chocolate, but he'll still throw a tantrum. You need to approach it in a different way, which kind yeah, of, yeah. Easy, you know, soothes the child, which is Donald Trump. See, the problem is the, the child in this analogy isn't like a small subsection of, of the society. So that's why I do agree, kind of agree with you. Because if it was only like 10, 15% of the population was behaving yeah, this way, you'd say cool. But he's got like 70 million or 80 million votes. Can't remember how much it was. So yeah, it's like right, those yeah. 70 million people do 
because this is the thing. If you're voting for Trump, you're voting for Trump. He's not yeah, the yeah, moderates. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? The moderate yeah. won't vote for Trump. So these people exactly. are like dying for Hardcore. Trump. The mm. ones who vote for Biden are kind of voting for him. Now, he's not my favorite guy, but at least he's not Trump. So no one's voting for Biden. People are voting yeah. against Trump. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. People are voting exactly. against Trump. They're not voting for Biden. <laughs> mm. Okay, should we should we kind of delve into a little bit about the um the whole free speech thing? So now this has become like a yeah, big yeah. conversation. I can't believe this is what we're talking. We were going to talk about some other stuff more in depth, but you know, let's talk about this first, and if we've got time, yeah, we'll yeah, talk about on. that. Um, yeah. so he's been he's been kicked off everything. Like literally everything. Um, I, I had like a, a picture. If I can find it, then I'll I'll have a look and see if I can actually name you what he was he was kicked off of. No, I can't see at the moment. But basically, he Just, can't go yeah. on Twitter. He can't go on Facebook. He can't go on anything. He went yeah, onto his banned. yeah. He left his uh, regular Twitter account and went onto the POTUS Twitter account, and they banned that as well because they're like they you, you can't tweet. No yeah, way. Yeah, they, they suspended the tweet. I think, and I don't know if they suspended the account, but they suspended mm. his tweet at least. And um. You know, what Twitch, do you think? What do you think? Snapchat. Uh, th- there's this thing called Parler, which is where all like the right wing lunatics go. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was taken out of the uh, Apple Store and the Google Play Store or whatever they called. Really? Wow. Called. Oh. Yeah, they suspended. Oh. They said, well, you no, no, we're not, we're not putting this app out there because their reasoning. So Apple's reasoning was, we are a private entity. Okay. We 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 don't need to do what the government tells us in that regard of modulating what happens on our on our systems. Okay, so sure. we, we I mean I've explained that very poorly, but basically they're saying we're a private company, so we have our own terms and conditions. Our terms and conditions are that if somebody is going to come onto your app, for example, yeah. you need to modulate the people that are on your app. So if there's somebody on there who's got like five million followers and he's just spouting absolutely incorrect information, then you need to filter that out. You need to give them a warning, say you can't do this, you can't do that, blah, blah. But because you you on Parler are just allowing a free-for-all of misinformation, which can lead to stuff like the rioting and the uh, domestic terrorism that we saw with the Congress building, it's like, so because you haven't heeded our warnings that we've given you previously about you need to take this app under control, you aren't following our T's and C's, we're not putting your app onto our store. So they're a private company. They're, they're, they're a private company, though. I it's their t- terms and conditions. It's, this isn't the law. The law isn't telling you so, you can't go and say what you want. You can say what you want, but I don't want you to say it on my platform. It's my platform. So I have a right to do that. That, that makes no sense. But, but like, there, there's a, I mean, there's a thing called net neutrality, which is another yeah. topic for another day. But basically, it's they're trying to push the internet to basically filter out a bunch of websites and only give you a premium access to Facebook and you know, uh, websites yeah, yeah. that most people do and you have to pay mm. for other websites. And now yeah. the argument is, well, we're a private entity, you know, fuck you, basically just sign up to our new, our new non-neutral uh, internet. But then on the other side, it's crazy. It was basically you you decide what information is allowed to be seen for other mm. people, which is wrong. Do you know what I mean? So although like I, technically- I, I, I do agree with that, yeah. Yeah, so although technically, yeah, you can say, oh yeah, you know, this is my pub, this is my platform, we're a private entity, blah blah blah. Yeah, but in the the role you play in society is to facilitate speech. Like society's moved on. We're not we're not reading newspapers anymore. I don't know when was the last time I read a newspaper. Do you know what I mean? Like we we are a digital glo- uh, global digital world, and now free speech, I believe, should encompass that as well. It shouldn't just be you know just for a literal term. It should be in the context my- of the world we live in. So that was just me explaining it. So I'm not saying that I agree with it. That was just me giving an explanation of what, what, what the, I guess the general reasoning behind it was. So I think initially uh, Twitter, so Jack Dorsey uh, was like uh, yeah. 24 hours banned because the more you talk, the more things go worse. So we're just going to ban your account for 24 hours uh, temporarily and then we'll see what happens and we'll give you access again. Um, but then they decided to permanently remove his account. I think Facebook done the same. He's not allowed on Instagram because it's mm. owned by Facebook anyway. Uh, this yeah, on Reddit, his his I, I don't know if this is yeah, bro. He's off, he's off everything. Like he's just not allowed online. Yeah, he's um, gone. He's gone. He's gone. But then I guess their kind of argument is, okay, yes, you can have freedom of speech. Freedom of speech is you can say what you want to your friends, your family. You can say it out loud wherever you want. But we as a company could potentially get sued. Could potentially have all of these issues with like you know our day to day business a private company, a private entity, because you're in, you're here spreading misinformation. You're, you're spreading things that aren't true. Bro, and I've we seen, have I've to seen. modulate that. Because, you know, we were saying on the no, last social no, media they, they dependency have, episode, 
yeah where we yeah, were talking yeah. about how um you know uh is surely at some point these companies need to step in and do x y and z to help protect their users and that all of this all of this shit we're talking all about that so it's like I kind of understand the little because I'm an ardent believer in freedom of information. Okay. But freedom of information and freedom of speech aren't the same thing. Because freedom of information is here is some information, right? This is this is what is that like, for example, a plane crashes. I say that plane crashed. Everyone should have access to that information. I believe that because that's a fact. The plane has crashed. Yeah. But if somebody then turns around and says that plane crashed because there was gremlins on work on that plane. And that person has millions of followers. And now the entire world decides that that plane crashed because of magical gremlins. I see, I do see the kind of argument no, to like, be made there Aaron, that that misinformation not, can be pushed. Look, look, I, I'm not going to lose sleep over Donald Trump, but not ev- I'm looking at the bigger picture, right? Not everything mm. is black and white. A lot, a, lot, a lot of topics have also some interpretation involved in it. Do you know what I mean? Like most topics in life do. It's, it's not just facts, but it's how mm. do you see the facts in what kind of context? And maybe depending on a different context, the interpretation changes. What they've done, they've set a precedent now where, you know, to be able to block the, the, the mouthpiece of a world, like at least literally a world leader, let's be honest, you know, the United yeah, States of America is the world mouthpiece. On paper, yeah. Yeah, exactly. To, blo- to block him is, is now they've set a bar and now the question is, how far does the bar move? How far down does the bar move, Aaron? Because the, let's say, you know, in it, how things usually work, they set a blocker and then they just move the, the, the bar down as in maybe in the future, the future Edward Snowden, let's say, right? Edward, Edward Snowden of 2088 comes out with information. He's, put, he's trying to share it on Twitter, Facebook, and as he, as he was. Now, let's say these companies... Because you know they're involved in politics, and we know that they, you know, yeah, they yeah, have bias for certain places. Yeah. Maybe the bar is, hey, you know what? That information is going to cause political strife, so therefore we're going to bl- ban you. Then what? Yeah. yeah. Do, do you know, know what I mean? I, I, I 100% agree with that. Like I'm just, I'm just trying to put into context the argument being made yeah, by yeah. the the companies. But I, I agree with you absolutely that, you know, the way these things work, they start off with the extremes. So the extreme is, you know, far right and whatnot. They coming out and saying all this misinformation, but then eventually, as you said, that bar will will go down, and it will get to a point yeah. where it's like, you know, you can't express any opinion you have online, and you're instantly, you know, blocked and whatever, and you can't say anything, and the the flow of information then becomes a becomes an issue. So the freedom of information becomes an issue as well. It's not just about you yeah, being yeah. able to say what you want because then no one's knocking on your door and dragging you out in the middle of the night as of yet. But, you know, if you stop somebody being able to reach their following or followers uh, and spread that, inf- that, you know, communicate with them, it's like, at what point do you stop? Um, I do, I do want to kind of get into a little bit about, so what should be done? So Parler, for example, yeah. is an extremely right-wing app and there's some really crazy shit going on on that, on that platform. So like, what should an Apple or a Google do to try and solve that issue there? I, th- I, I think they should let it still, ha- still exist and let people join if they want to join, but with clear indications of what it is, if that makes sense. Like we, we, we need, we need, I think we need independent reviews of what these apps are and not just the app themselves describing themselves. But it's really but dangerous again, that, to do this. I don't it's really, know, I don't know. It's really dangerous to do this because, like, again, how far do you move the bar? And, you know, maybe in the future it's going to be, uh, you know what, in the 1960s, 70s, you know who would have been banned if we, if let's say social media would have been alive, etc. Malcolm mm. X and uh, MLK, for sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, and because, unfortunately, like because of the situation back then, but they were kind of extreme people, if that makes sense, in the fringes of society, uh, in, in this uh, segregated uh, America that was that did exist back then. And so like what the fringes are today might change tomorrow. Okay, sure, these f- f- right-wing people are the fringes today, but tomorrow there might be another fringe that is actually correct. And we don't want to be able to, but what y- you know, do? in the context of today, this like I said, thing. I feel you like can, we should let them with that. Can let them roam free. But what yeah. do you actually do? Because we know, like, the thing is, before this whole cap, which is again kind of feeds into the conspiracy theory that we stated in the beginning. But like, 
because of now this attack on a federal building and because now we see the culmination of like four years of just misinformation and just like you know lies and racist vitriol being spread online we've now seen the culmination of that we can't no longer deny that this is a dangerous subsection of society what do we do with these people because we know that if if this isn't curbed now next time they might get access to the politicians next time they might you know use those ieds that they brought to the congress what do you do to stop that from happening i feel like we need to i think there's underlying issues in their communities and in their lives that need to be solved that weren't touched donald trump you you know one of the community leaders where are the community leaders where are they huh exactly yeah yeah let me me use some of their tactics on them how about that (laughs) I mean, this is what Donald Trump basically touched. I mean, yeah, sure, he touched a racist, vitriol stuff, etc. But also he touched, you know, a lot of working class people that were losing jobs uh, to, for example, uh, you know, cheaper labor uh, abroad. They call them like, you know, the globalization really did affect America. So I feel, and we know the career politicians as well, although they may mask it in things that sound like truths, they also do perpetuate a lot of lies and agendas. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Or, however, it does. It's not as wild as what Donald Trump says. So, so, so I feel like we need to be really careful. And I, I, I think like the only solution is not to restrict people speaking because you know what? It's gonna bubble out in another way. Do you know what I mean? Like when you restrict people, that is when it really boils boils out as violent stuff. For example, mm. like uh, in America in the 60s, 70s with the uh, Black Rights Movement and. So, so this is not the right way. I feel like we need to tackle core issues in the communities to make them happier, to make them not resort to extreme politics. Have you ever spoken to someone that holds those kind of views, though? Yeah, but I'm you not. You must have about interacted them with them online. No, I have, but do, do I you have. see what I'm saying? Like, you must have yeah, yeah, interacted yeah. with some of these people online, and you see that, like, the kind of thing that you're talking about, which is basically let's you know teach these communities the right way. Let's you know try educate them about what's going on. Let's try to be more open with them. It sounds great in idea, and I do believe it can be accomplished. But that will take a significant amount of time to sway 70 million people's way of thinking into not necessarily a left wing way of thinking. Of it can still be right wing, but just you know look at things factually don't just believe every conspiracy like that will take a long time to educate those people and by the time you do that it's like you know what do you do in the in the time in between because that they could potentially do the damage that they try to do you know this past week uh, before you get to that point where you actually get everyone to see reason but Aaron, they exist on both sides like oh, no of course they, but, no no of course that. Of yeah. course, but this that isn't the, that isn't the argument being made. It's like the extremes. Let's just call them extremes. Let's not say right wing or left wing. Let's just say the extreme fringes that are doing stuff that are, you know, uh, very dangerous to the to society as a whole. And yeah, we yeah, see yeah. that like mis- the spread of misinformation is. But a you major can't. Thing. But, but look, 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 look. You you can't just put a lid on eighty million people. That lid will blow up. Do you know what I mean? Like you have to. And what, what I'm saying, like it's not, it's going to be obviously over more than one generation. But it's not just education. It's about their real issues. Like, do they have jobs? Do you know what I mean? These are one of the core issues. Like, but Steve, what you're mentioning is like the issue of like not having jobs and this and that. It's something that's yeah, existed yeah. for like every generation has no, the same issue. No, 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 no. No, no, no. But look, if, if you look in the 70s, I mean, we're going to go into kind of different topics, but there was a boomer era where pretty much everyone was able to afford housing. Uh, life wasn't as tough. Uh, there were jobs available. America's was producing cars, etc. Right. They were having. And then there was like yeah, the sure. era in like the 80s, 90s, where the industry basically became global. And a lot hmm. of people lost their jobs is where you got uh, Chicago, you know, had a lot of uh, issues, etc. And this is where mass poverty exists. And now we're that we're in that post era where these people have grown up in that environment and now are grown, you know, they're, they're adults in this reality and they really want change. Do you know what I mean? This isn't an overnight thing that has happened. Like it's a sequence of event. Obviously there are other factors that affect it, but what I'm trying to say is this isn't, this isn't like a new thing. And I feel like we can actually, you know, tackle these issues healthily instead of saying, you know what? For, let's force shut them down and shut their mouths and pretend like they won't actually do worse things. <laughs> okay, no, but again, look, here's the, here's the thing that here's the issue at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. What do you do? 
Because these things that you're saying, like I it's agree with term. them. We, Look, we've been we've been talking about these things for ages now. Like we, yeah. I absolutely agree with all of the all of that stuff that you said. That is the that is the right way to go about it. But is it not kind of wishful thinking to think that you're going to be able to solve those problems that you're talking about? Because these Look, are issues. Like even if yeah. they weren't as bad before, you know, they they were still an issue back then. And we see that the general trend is is getting worse. Right? Yeah, because, As the world yeah, becomes yeah. more global, the amount of work that needs to be done in America, for example, is going to move abroad where it's cheaper to do it. So yeah, more people yeah. are going to lose their jobs, for example. Like, um, not that that's the only reason why. But that's not the only reason, that, but like there's a yeah, lot of, of reasons. But what I'm saying is this: there's been a rapid change and there's going to be, I mean, I don't want to go into it. It's an even bigger topic, but with AI, do you know what I mean? With, with all this uh, technological change, there's going to be an even bigger jump and the politicians aren't preparing people for it. And the answer is not let's shut them up because if you shut people up, that's when people get violent. That's when people explode. Now, what did Don? Why did they go to Donald Trump? Because he spoke about the issues directly. He tackled. He brought it up as in, oh yeah, this is my number one. Not just that. Obviously, they had the racist thoughts, etc. But I think most of it is that, like channeling. Yeah, yeah, okay, the, yeah, let's not repeat ourselves. What did you? What should we do though? So, what do you do with Parla? Go ahead. Bro, I wouldn't ban it. That's not the issue. Parlor's not the issue. But it's what simple. would you do? That's the thing. Like, I'm just giving Parlor. Par- I wouldn't ban it. I wouldn't ban it. Okay, okay. I would but what would you do with Parlor? Like, what do you do with a website like that, which you know is just the breathing ground of all this like weird conspiracy theory, all this racism, all this hatred, which can have real life effects, I, as we saw. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I wouldn't ban it. I'd, I'd see. Look, this is a symptom to the problems. Let me tackle the problems. Like, I think we're beating a dead horse at, at this point. But yeah, I think yeah, the listeners know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I absolutely agree with you as well. I'm just doing devil's advocate at the moment, but I do agree with what you're saying. Like, you yeah. do have to attack the root causes of an issue rather than telling people, no, you can't use this website or that website. Because realistically, they're gonna find another platform elsewhere anyway. Which is what Donald Trump kind of threatened to do, where he was like, we're gonna set up our own platform. Yeah, so Apple course. and uh, Google can, um, you know, uh, try you, to you, you ban it as much the as they want. Yeah, yeah you, but you, they'll you, they'll just do like a, a website online that Google and Apple don't have any kind of control over, and they'll exactly. just say go on there and do your thing there. You so. just push people more to the fringes, more to the extreme if you do that, and that's yeah, yeah, bad. Definitely. That's bad. But um, okay, maybe like if we come towards the end, like finally, you know, all of this has happened. Who takes responsibility? Who is responsible of all of this happening? Who's responsible? Uh, Media, uh, government, police, Trump. All of, every, every single person in a position of power, whether it be both in politics or in the media or wherever, they all need to take responsibility for what's happened and is happening and has happened over the past four to 10 to 20 years or 100 years in America which is, uh, you know, you see this them vs us kind of mentality growing stronger and stronger. There's the pushing of people to extremes of uh, either the right or I guess the left. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's not helped when, like, for example, let's let's give an example here, like SNL. I don't know if you ever watched it. I sometimes watch their clips on YouTube. Um, yeah, they're quite yeah. a left-wood-leaning kind of sketch show. But, you know, they... they, sure, they yeah continually for example mocked people who supported donald trump and mocked donald trump and so on and so forth and it's like when you do stuff like that where you're directly targeting you know one person and basically insinuating that he and everyone who follows him is stupid kind of as you said like you know that 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 is part of the issue that needs to be tackled like the people who get pushed away and told you're stupid will go to the fringes will go to these extremes and so I think the way it was kind of approached in the media where it became like kind of almost cool to just belittle Donald Trump and belittle his followers. Yeah. They've yeah. added to the issue as well. Like that you can't alienate your people into accepting you. Like you have to actually show them like, okay, look, I understand this is what you think, but here's why you're wrong. And here's why, you know, what you're saying is just misinformation that or fake news that you've read somewhere else. But, you know, at the same time, I think a lot of personal responsibility needs to be taken. Mm. Because I feel like a lot of people, like I said, when you speak with them online, like uh, you, because we've had interactions even on our Twitter account with with people who are very right wing and yeah, they've yeah. got you know the MAGA hats and the flags and whatnot. Yeah. Like if you're not willing to listen to reason, if you're not willing to listen to like, because for example, they'll say, "Oh, 
the the world doesn't revolve around uh, the sun. The sun revolves around the world. You'll give them video evidence. You'll give them scientific studies. You will explain to them, you know, everything from, you know, scratch as if you're talking to an infant. And then they'll turn around and say, well, no, that's all fake news. Uh, the scientists are paid by uh, the Illuminati. It's all fake. And they just refuse to see reason. So I think yeah. personal responsibility can't be taken away from these people. They're not, like I said, they're not all like these you know, um, uneducated simpletons, like a lot of people who are educated still do support Donald Trump and his policies. So they are intelligent enough to see a scientific paper and understand that, okay, well, this has been peer reviewed and so on. I should maybe believe this, but they choose not to. So but, yeah. personal responsibility kind of- I think to be... like what you're talking about is the media. I feel like the media also like shines a light on, remember again, I want to draw this into the listeners' heads. Eight, around 80 million people voted for Trump. They're not it's all insane, idiots. Man. You know, they're not all they're idiots. They're not, they're not. They're definitely the not. media. The media has portrayed Trump and his supporters as idiots, frankly. If we're That's being honest. That's the point I was trying to make with SNL. Yeah. Like they, just, they, they just say, oh, you're dumb. But that they, is they, not that simple. Yeah, they, they, they've put a spotlight on these kind of people that, you know, don't believe the earth is round and, and you know, have may perhaps extreme racist views, etc. But a majority, I, feel, I really feel the majority of these Trump supporters are firstly, they're sick of uh, career politicians. I really do believe this. Yeah. Like very sick of career politicians, and this is kind of a shakeup. Now, who's who is at fault? I feel like is again everyone, but I think the media has to take a big part of this of shining that light to make them seem crazy, to make them feel cra- that, that they have to do crazier stuff. But also, like all of politics needs to take the right and the left. How could they let this happen? Do you know what I mean? Mm. How could they let this catastrophe happen? Like obviously, put so um, uh, conspiracy theories aside. It's insane, and they both need to hold the L. They both need to get together and say, "Look, no matter how bad it gets or how much we disagree, we can't let people invade the the blah blah." blah. Do you know what I mean? Like they yeah. need to they need to fix up at this point and understand that. Look, the days of uh, us just saying stuff and people taking it for gospel are over. As as a politician, especially if yeah. you're a career politician, like we need to build bring more to politics. So. This is my opinion. This is how I think it should change, but we know yeah, it probably won't, and they'll yeah. try to get back to the norm. Yeah. No, no, I definitely agree with all of that. I think, um, you know, definitely hating Donald Trump and going doing these over the top antics to kind of prove how much you hate Trump has just became like a popular thing in America, and it became very it has, yeah. popular to belittle people, especially like I said in the very beginning. You know, rural working class Americans. You might not have even voted for Trump. We're kind of painted as, oh, yeah, you're dumb, you're uneducated. Like, you, first of all, you don't need a university education to be smart. Secondly, no, being sure. poor doesn't make you the enemy, right? So all of the, all of this shit was it, was, it was such a negative and angry kind of attack towards these people that pushed them more towards the fringes. I think, in fact, I saw this thing online. Again, we don't know the, how real this is, but let's just assume for a second that it, it potentially is real. Yeah. Um, the guy with the horns in, in oh, yeah, Congress... Yeah. Like, apparently, he was just a regular guy. Like, around six, seven years ago, he started really getting into, like, these conspiracy videos on YouTube and stuff. Um, but he, he was relatively regular. And you see, like, over the course of the presidency of Donald Trump, that he just became more and more and more, like, intertwined with this whole uh, conspiracy. Oh, they're against us. Oh, this and that. Yeah. yeah. And you, see, you just kind of see the hatred in the person, you know, rise as time goes by. And so you're thinking, like, could that have been avoided? I think so. I definitely think it could have been avoided. Um, when when Donald Trump won, no matter what you thought about him, uh, if if the media was like, okay, well, this guy is the president now, when he says something wrong, let's attack him and his policies. They could have done that, but they kind of attacked the people who voted for him as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, let's not be a dead dead horse, but yeah, I, I absolutely agree with what you're saying. Like, um, I'm, I'm, I think I'd classify myself as like a more moderate person. Like I'm neither left, I'm neither right. Yeah. I kind of dabble on both sides. And um, prior to this, like I was looking online to see what right wing people are, like, how do they feel about how things are portrayed, etc. And what, one of the things they did say is, um, for example, like, you know, this has happened. Yes, it's bad. But when we saw the when the BLM stuff has happened, you know, malls were burnt, you know, cities were on fire. And they, their argument is that how can you, you know, how can you look at us this way when uh, just a year ago, something even worse, you know, more damage has occurred. And it wasn't treated in the same light. So, but, so, know, so, but, but, but just to say, like, I, I, their context for me is wrong, and they, they didn't fully understand it. But here's my point: 
the left is on one side looking at the right saying, hey, you're terrible. And the right is on one side looking at the left saying, hey, you're terrible. When what needs to happen, there needs to be a connection. They need to come and talk to each other and understand their issues. That actually they, do you know what I mean? I kind of agree with that. I to yeah, an extent I, agree yeah, with yeah. that, but I don't yeah. like middle groundship either. I think you need to have a sort of. I think every person needs to have a sort of ideology that they they believe in I've, and they yeah. look after. But you know what it has to be based on is actual fact rather than just oh I heard this thing. Like if if the starting point of you going over to the far right, for example, is just Facebook posts that you've seen. Like again, going but back again, to the whole again, moderation we're, we're thing. Saying, like, yeah, yeah, but we assume Facebook that we could have moderated. We, no, but I know, I know, I but I'm just, I'm just much. Saying, no, no, I'm just saying yeah. though, like with, with the people who we saw that were like doing okay, let's let's make a category here. You've got Donald Trump supporters, and then you've got people who are uh raiding the Capitol and partaking in the you know domestic terrorism. Yeah, if yeah. you were to draw a Venn diagram, yes, there is an overlap of the two a significant overlap of the two and the ones that overlap that decided to do this domestic terrorism were the one well, if you just look at it on a factual basis are the ones who do tend to believe all these conspiracy theories of oh we were robbed the election was stolen you know yeah, for one, sure, of, them, the election, one yeah, of them was there yeah. saying michelle obama's a man like what does that even mean let's say that's she true. is let's say she is yeah, yeah who fucking cares what does that change doesn't change him. So, okay, congratulations. You've had the first LGBT, uh, you know, uh, first lady. The, I mean, she's, exactly ob- <laughs> she's obviously yeah, not. She's, and it's obviously she's obviously just, like, not. That's fucking, yeah, yeah. you know, stupid beyond belief. But like what I'm saying is the people who are more gullible and who are more willing to believe these conspiracy theories tend to also be the ones who are willing to risk their lives and hurt other people uh, to, you know, storm, storm capital, for example. So it's like, yeah, I can understand the whole thing of, oh, yeah, let's come into the middle and meet the middle ground. But if if somebody is is that, yeah, but, it's, it's on is both, that... but in my in my in my opinion, it works on both sides. This is my point. On both sides, they, they can be. But do you not think the conspiracy People... theory angle, sorry, sorry, sorry. especially recently, sorry. has been more sorry, sorry. taken up by the right? I've, I I think Donald Trump really like he he capitalized on it, but I don't think it's an exclusive thing. I think the media has portrayed no, it to be exclusive. that way. Of course, it's not exclusive. But, but... I, I I think it's like not. Uh, incredibly different to how the left uh, uh, um, approaches some of their topics, in my opinion. Do you know what I mean? It's I, just masked better. I think the, Do, the Trump... charged aspect of the right is what is the main difference that, between the two. Yeah, that that irks me, obviously. But my what I want people to think is, or at least how they approach politics, take the best from both sides. Don't just say, oh, because I'm on the left, I have to agree with every single left-wing policy. Or no, because I'm on the right, I need to agree with every single right-wing policy or thought. Take, take, be, be objective and be like, hey, is this a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah, I agree with this over here. But you know what? I don't agree with that on this side. But I agree with this over here. And I, and then this is, the issue is two-party politics. You know what? It's going to get, this is going to go into something like. Yeah, this was spiraling into something in else. But like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. just, just to not take it that, you know, into that direction. Like, the problem with the Donald Trump presidency, really, in my opinion, is like, for example, how do you justify caging children? No, you can't. Yeah, I'm, I'm not can't. justifying it. So no, then, no, this is what no, but this is what I'm saying. Like, you can. It's easy to say, let's come and meet in the middle ground. But let's say if you're someone who's like on the far left, who's basically like, uh, okay, let's give like a, a supreme example of like, uh, oh no, we should not even have borders. We even should not even Obama, have countries. Even Obama. Even, no, no, no. Okay, no, no. Even, wait, even Ob- let me let yeah. me make the point. Let me make okay. the point. Let's say if you're saying like, oh, we shouldn't even have borders. We shouldn't even have you know, countries and everyone should uh, frolic freely on one side. And then you have someone on the other side saying, no, we should definitely cage children. You can't really find the middle ground between those two people because they're so fundamentally different. Like the extremes that Donald Trump took it to with his some of his policies can i say which which obviously were pushed by the media because we know that america's been doing this forever but like when you look at it on that on that perspective of i'm super far left and bear in mind super far left people don't support obama either but if you're super far left and you're saying i don't want any i don't even want any borders and someone is on the right saying we should cage children it's difficult to get those two people to sit down and say let's find the middle ground look People, I'm sorry, but I disagree with what you said, how super far left people don't support Obama. I feel like Obama was part of that 
the the breakup of the generic left and the generic right to the more he wasn't extreme but he was a he was something totally different no one thought we'd have a See, black president what, what is extreme left though? i feel like that but, that statement that sent that word that classifications changed a lot as well because like extreme look, left le- if you said yeah, if you said extreme left is basically it, communist okay it's like a marxist communist if you were to say to a marxist or a communist or or both or i guess they're the same thing if you were to say oh um is obama also a communist they would laugh. They would laugh you off off the face of the earth. They, they, this we're talking about the far left and the far right. The far left didn't agree with Obama either. Obama's considered a moderate amongst them. That's why Obama was so. I'm loved. sorry, he was a like, moderate. So uh, let me talk. Let me talk. Let me talk. Like in terms of the spectrum in America, he's on the far left. That's what I'm talking about. Like I don't. Uh, think we so. need, we need to look at every. every everywhere you go, everywhere everywhere you go around the world, the spectrum of politics is totally different. So we can't compare. Yeah, so the spectrum is around the world is different. What I'm trying to say is Obama was definitely on the left side because of the huge, what he meant in the context of America, it's incredible that he was elected. Now, and this is a very liberal kind of way of thinking. Let me finish, brother. Let me finish. Obama himself, although he did not lock up children, he had the highest amount of drone strikes ever by ever any other presidency. He escalated that to an insane level. Do you understand? Like, I'm not going to argue which one's worse, the kid or the drone strikes um, in like uh, peaceful countries that, that you know have nothing to do with terrorism. What, what I'm going to argue is they're both wrong, but I feel like we need to stop pointing the finger at the voters themselves. We need to point the finger at the policies are wrong, but th- this two-party politics, which is pushing people further and further away from each other, is only going to lead to a tear. Okay, I think I think uh, we're going to go to complete different extremes now because I completely disagree with what you said. So first things first, you can say, oh, yeah, Obama's considered left in America, but you're completely erasing the fact that they are actually communists within America. So we're, when we're talking fringes, we're talking the super right, like nut jobs, and we're talking the super left, like, oh, I'm a communist, I want to bring back Stalin. If you're talking extremes, okay, then no, no, then, that's not then, fair. Then, then yeah, that's then not fair. Then, if we fine, if you want to use this definition, because then this is no, but this is part of the issue. No, because now, no, in America, no, if you, if you, you, say, if you no, can no, use on, this definition, can I land? Can I land? Excuse me, sir. sir right, please, on, excuse me, can I land? So, when you wait, wait, let me say one thing, let me say one thing, let me say one thing. If you're going to use this, if you're going to use this, then you can't use Trump as extreme right. Extreme right is Mussolini. It's someone who's absolutely fascist and is going to take over in a military okay, okay, uh, okay. way. Okay, okay, okay. The Proud Boys, would you not consider them to be extremely fascistic? Are the Proud no, Boys no. not fascistic? Are they fascistic? The Proud yeah, Boys are they, themselves. Are they not fascist? I, 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 do you know, to do be honest, believe... I, I, don't know, I don't know enough. Okay, okay. I'm, Let I'm me tell sure, you then, sure. they, are, they are the definition of extreme right. They are fascist, okay? So then when you, when you turn around right. and you say that someone like Obama can be considered ex- extreme left, that causes a problem in America as a whole because you're changing the definition of what being left-wing is. So when you say to someone in America, yo, do you want free healthcare? They turn around and say, no, that's a communist uh, thing. I don't want it. Like, they don't know what left-wing politics even is because they, no, but their it, view of left-wing but politics Aaron, is Obama. But, but you can't say that Obama is far left when you have far left people in the country. He, he's, he's, he's what? Far in, left in, in the scale... In, in the scale of who? America, he is. He is. And if you go to Russia or if you go to China, the, wait, 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 let me finish. Let me finish. America. Let me finish. No, they're not. No, there isn't. I'm sorry. Like, there, not, not compared to other America socialists. You can't turn around. They're tiny. They're there. a tiny, tiny, uh, like, there. even minority. But they're there. Minority. At some point, okay. Proud Boys was a small part of the population. It was uh, no, a very no, small part of the population. And then they grew. So there is extreme left and there is extreme right. No, no, but if you turn around and say Obama is extreme left, then that's not fair. Look, I think we're going to disagree on this. Basically, what I'm trying to say is if you go to Russia, the spectrum completely changes and what's extreme is different in Russia. If you go to China also and you compare to Russia, the spectrum changes as well. So we can't compare uh, eggs for apples. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is this is the, the crux of it. And I just, anyway, the, this boil it down because we should probably end the podcast. But I just feel like this, the American society is just going away from each other. And that's what needs to be solved is less of the going away and this is, to be honest, for me, it comes. That we said, who's who's um, who should take responsibility? It's media and it's politicians, in my opinion. They are pushing this narrative because it's more emotional, and they need to reconcile. That's my I, opinion on who okay, should take responsibility. Okay, let me let me say my opinion as well. We, we'll end it here. My opinion is, 
you can say let's find the middle ground but if the middle ground is still going to be something that is imperialistic right-wing policies which is which is the middle ground of america then okay let's say america was united so what that great for america is that great for the rest of the world not really so i don't really care about the whole finding middle ground thing secondly um i just feel as though Yes, we sh- yes, I know the media played a role in it. Yes, I know the politicians stoked the fires. I know that. But at the same time, I'm like, you do have to take some personal responsibility as well. So it's all well and good saying the media done this, but you do have to actually sometimes point at the people who voted for them and say, look, now that this guy has done terrible things, cool, you might have voted for them, but you don't need to die on that hill. Stop, stop, stop actually supporting him then if that's the case. If, if, it's, if it's like, for example, he's locking kids up in cages and you're still supporting him, then you need to take personal responsibility at that point. Same thing with Obama. When Obama started doing the drone strikes, if you still supported Obama, to me, you're a joke. You shouldn't, you shouldn't continue to support someone who's doing bad things. So I don't know. I feel like the media is to blame, politicians are to blame, but there is a certain level of personal responsibility that needs to be taken. In terms of what's happened in the past week, I think... I, I just think we're, we're going to see a lot more craziness before this whole thing is done. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I, l- let's see how things unfold. I, I I do believe, though, as I said in the beginning, that is, there's something fishy going on with how easy it was for those people to just walk into Congress. I don't agree with the whole blocking him on absolutely everything. I agree with blocking him on everything, but I don't agree with saying let's, you know, get rid of certain apps, let's start like culling off apps and uh, many, many accounts who we deem to not speak what we want them to speak because then, you know, who gives Apple the authority sort of thing. So, um, yeah, I guess that's just rounding it up. But, uh, yeah. That was bloody brilliant.